Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome to the 51 Podcast, episode number 60. Um, I feel like we've reached a milestone, uh, even though it's only, like, 60. But still, um, we, we, we're we having a good discussion, weren't we, Alex? That we've been now going for, like, six months since we started yeah, back. Absolutely. Something ridiculous like, like that. So it's pretty incredible that we've got this far and haven't, like, fallen off the bandwagon or, or some sort. But um, welcome to the 51 Podcast. We we have so much to talk about this week, as you would expect, um, from the Global Pro League and obviously the final week to uh, relegation, to playoffs, to game battles, to roster changes, you name it. Um, we're going to try and cover it all in an hour show. Um, Alex, how are we this week? Um, how was your weekend? And what did you make of the final week the final group of uh, stage one of the Global Pro League regular season. This weekend was actually the first time I had like free time to watch it in its entirety, somewhat. Um, Sunday was Mother's Day for those of you out there. And yeah, it's really weird because we we have Mother's Day like in I want to say like March. For yeah, you, it's it's this. It makes no sense because I saw everyone said, "I have his Mother's Day." I'm like, Mother's Day's been. <laughs> but for you guys, Adam, uh, so... I was, I mean, the only I was... thing that matters is an A. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, nothing else matters. No, I'm just fine, obviously. But, uh, yeah, so Mother's Day was around. Hanged out with my mom. Uh, hanged out with my grandma. Oh, cool. Just you like... get, did you get up to anything special? Did you buy him anything? Uh, like sandals for my grandma. I didn't really buy anything for my mom, sadly. <laughs> but, Ooh. Uh, so you bought your grandma. You, 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 you brought your grandma something, but you didn't buy your mom something. My mom's too picky. She'd be like, "You really, really, you bought this for me?" Hang on a minute. Isn't that I don't bit, have that much money? Isn't that a bit messed up? Like, no, it isn't. <laughs> like, I live with my mom. She knows that I love her. <laughs> Do not question me, Tommy. You came out of her womb. You will get Let's her a present. On. You will get. Yeah, I'll get her a big present next year. <laughs> This is getting quite deep, but no, um, we're going to move straight into it with uh, Know the Pro this week. Obviously, um, last week I had a bit of a, an oopsies um, and kind of like gave away who it was. Um, some people still were guessing like all over the place. Um, Jimmy wants people to dab. Alex, will you dab for Jimmy? Fuck no. No, I, I said I, I said long, I can't. Long, long dead. <laughs> this is so dead. I, I said I can't dab. I said, <laughs> so teach me. <laughs> Um, but th- th- this was last week's uh, Know the Pro. If you don't know what Know the Pro is, pretty much we put a picture of a pro up on the screen. You have to guess who it was. Um, if you kind of went along the lines of last week of actually pausing the video on YouTube, you would realize it was, in fact, um, Mr. Sunny B, because um, I actually did kind of give it away. Um, so that's kind of my fault. Obviously, currently playing under Fnatic. Uh, a team that sadly got relegated from stage one and obviously will have to requalify. Uh, but him alongside the two twins and Tommy, I, I had faith in them. Um, and obviously, uh, he played in last year's uh, CWL in uh, the UK or in in the region of Europe. Um, and yeah, he's been around for a while. He's kind of like, I don't know, he's not like um, a, a big personality as such, but like he's been around the scene for a while, and that's pretty much. All I can really say in terms of him. But this week's one um, is going to either go one of two ways. You're either going to guess it, I think, straight away, or it's going to be quite interesting. Um, now, I've had to really do my best to, to, to put this this pro at an angle that it actually makes it quite tough because um, our resident kind of expert in the house, Sleepy, um, every week 
within seconds guesses the pro and it really frustrates me and i have sleepless nights in trying to figure out who i can put on your screens <laughs> for sleepy not to be able to guess i literally have nightmares of sleepy just being able to guess everything so this week's one that is your clue Alex hasn't even seen this, so I'm waiting for no, his reaction as well. Alex knows who it is, but doesn't hasn't seen the picture. Um, I didn't show it to him pr prior to uh, stream. And I really want to figure out who people are going to say. Everyone knows where the... Don't this really pisses me off, dude. <laughs> I think I should be sacked as a um, pro picker, because I clearly am not doing a good enough job. Um, Jimmy Everyone says knows karma. where that is. I mean, I don't know who it is, and I picked it. No, I don't. I'm not saying who that is. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying where that is. Oh really? <laughs> well, yeah. and what that means to all the whatever. Okay, Snoopy's got his glasses out in the chat. I'm not happy about this. This means that um, he probably knows it too easy. Right, we, we, we're going to move on. We'll come back to this obviously later in the show. Um, let us know obviously in YouTube comments um, who you think this is. We'd love to get to know, um, you know who you think it is and and I, normally we get some mixed opinions in the youtube comments normally like we get like so many random people which is quite good and if you're listening on itunes i apologize as always uh go check out uh it on youtube if you get a chance uh but moving back um so uh last week of the global pro league uh groups uh group green uh which was kind of ironic because it had the green wall in it and they were a wall that could not be beaten uh to put it blunt um what did you make of their performance this weekend obviously they went six and oh um were you shocked like I, I think we we literally talked about this last week and we i feel like we were reiterating the fact that like this was going to happen yeah you know it, it made most sense for this to be the first team to go six to now um and uh, the other groups were close i can't really think of anybody that made it first so you'd think to say like other than you united uh, you'd, you'd think to say they would 6-0 their group. Um, and even then, E United really is pushing it because they didn't really prove to us that much. I get it. I got the people saying, like, oh, they're not going to – maybe they won't do so well. Maybe LG will overtake them. But now after that, you know, they showed why they're a top-two team. Optic here, they had the easiest pull without a doubt. Only threat is Enigma 6. There's, there's no argument for that. And, uh, and even then, they they said they pretty much dominated it. Yeah, a couple of times uh, there was close matches, and even specifically against Enigma Six and HP. But again and again and again, Optic came back and they rise to the occasion. And just to quickly say this, uh, this team was the I'm pretty sure the only team to go ten and zero in hardpoint. So they won yeah. every single one of their hardpoint matches. I mean, which is a massive deal. Screw S and D wins championships. It's now hardpoint wins championships because it's two game modes, man. It's like if you can go flawless in hardpoint, all you've got to do is take one uplink or a search, and that's quite scary to think about. Yeah. Like you're, if you're flawless in hardpoint, not only do you give yourself a one nil advantage, but you're always gonna basically guarantee yourself a game five at the very least which obviously it's search and destroy all these players know how to cl clutch up and play in intense scenarios which is just ridiculous and i, I, I mean the likelihood is this is going to be kind of a one-off they're not always going to go flawless in hardpoint um but they're there if they can continue like to be kind of very much dominant in hardpoint um 
teams are going to struggle. Even the best of the best are going to really struggle against this team. Uh, I think for Formal had like a 1.5 KD in hardpoint, which is just ridiculous. It's like turned into pubs for him. Like I struggle probably to get that in pubs. <laughs> and he's getting it against like some of the best teams and players in the world, which is quite depressing to think about. Um, yeah, it, 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 across the board, I think the only person who that went slightly negative for OG was Karma, but that's kind of... I guess to be expected, you know, so someone's got to like take the slack, if you will. Um, they they didn't struggle really against anyone. Um, I know that you'll want to bring up their match against Elevate though, their only match that went to game five. What what did you make of it? It was weird. I mean, to be honest, I don't know what to say. You think that Elevate did have the the practice up to this event? Well, in the actual event, they didn't practice at all prior to getting to uh ohio or columbus wherever right and the mlg arena and yeah you think the optic is just going to dominate them more so you think that they're going to dominate them more than uh red reserve but lvu has the talent yes uh rated has left but this this team tommy brought up uh and i agree with it they have overall natural talent um but in i guess it's enough to at least take out the gaming to a game five and really speaking yeah it's not even i get game five is crazy but they took them to round 11 uh i don't know what to say yeah. it's uh it was uh, it was uncharacteristic of well actually how, no they did how... i'm gonna i thought i'm thinking about another series i just double checked so i'm wrong here they maybe they did that in the first series i'm gonna check before it, it, regardless so they, they got taken to a game five like yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's the bigger point yeah. and it, it was uncharacteristic. Uh, it was one. uncharacteristic of how their weekend was going like this was not like the first series they played of, of the weekend it was like the fifth series so like if it was very uncharacteristic um and, and especially of how we talked about elevate last week and how they hadn't got a lot of practice coming into it which we'll go on to talk about the reasons why and their performance in general at which point I think they were, I think they'd lost all their series at that point. So yeah. they're pretty much down and out. They went and played OG. Um, a big factor of them kind of being able to uh, uh, play the way they did is obviously they took the search and the uplink, um, which was, was massive because obviously as we talked about, as, as, as far as it's gone, OG didn't lose a single hard point. So that basically you have to take them to uh, middle uh, uh, game types if you're going to even force a game five. So, yeah, yeah it, it was weird. And the thing is as well, like, they had a really good chance in search. Like, not only had they got the confidence of taking the first search, but, like, generally speaking, like, Europe play reasonably well in search like i don't know if it's just like the the unfamiliarity of like playing against european teams on the na side of things and their different play style or, or what it is but generally speaking like go through back through like the last couple of titles europe have had like a good showing in search against just global competition so um yeah it was a bit of a bizarre one but ultimately og still clutched up yeah, um, that game two, that's the one I got confused of. It was a throwback. Uh, I went to 6-5, elevate one. A anyway, though, just really back to Optic, they, that's that's their downfall, search and destroy. And even then, it's not that bad. It's it's enough to get uh, at least one win in uh, a two out of, yeah, in the best of two or whatever. They... They, uh, they just need to get that all around. And that's not even their biggest... Uh, thing that they want to they want to do coming into this weekend uh, optic gaming said that 
you know, we're just focused on hard point. We're just focused on what we're good at. We're not going to just go ahead and work towards SMD. Yeah. Um, Cause we know we can at least take one. It's yeah. not that bad. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, it, 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 they pretty much did what they set out to do. They dominated in hard point and therefore it made the rest of their series easy. Yeah. They just had to and take then, a search on uplink, which is doable. Yeah, and talking about uplink, uh, they actually did really good on that. They, they have to, I mean, um, I think they had like, 33 to 20 in the low 20s on their overall score for uplink yeah might have been 26 although i I think a big factor we'll come on to talk about them is them playing red reserve where they just crushed them uh red reserve did not play well at all in uplink this weekend which we'll come to about but yeah you are right like the the wins they were getting some of them were close yes it albeit but there were some that were just like soul destroying. Uh, they would like beating teams by like ten points in uplink, uh, which in this game especially where it's quite a, a slower style um, of uplink to what we've seen in the likes of Black Ops Three um, is is very kind of uncharacteristic of how it should play out. Yeah, and just to just to say this, uh, coming into champs, I think we should look to see if optic can solidify themselves as like at least a top three SMD team, maybe top four, like something around there. They, they just have to, to get that down pack in order for people to just go like without a doubt off the gaming is going to win the Call of Duty world championship this time. Yeah. Um, and that's always been their downfall search and destroy when it, when it comes to big events. Uh, and I think this year it's probably going to be the year they're going to turn it around. Not just to get well, really high there, but it would make sense. It would make sense. I mean, you've got to you've got to wonder where where this team like what a storyline if this team goes to champs and like, for the third year does not like that's crushing for the likes of formal scump and crim who have all been on this team like for them three champs obviously the only player yeah. rotating out is is nade for obviously karma but karma's already got two rings so like he's kind of sitting there like come on guys get on my level um which is quite funny so but that's obviously that's way 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 down the line and obviously we'll wait and see um what ha- what happens i know the guys in the chat are talking a lot about the two hard points and obviously if they can keep winning them um then obviously there's not an issue there and, and it's totally true so um but I mean, we have to put it in perspective. There's no splice, envy, united phase in in their group. Obviously, um, it, it really comes down to like whether this kind of this this kind of strategy, if you will, of optic um, kind of prevails when they get to playoffs and when they play like their their fiercest rivals. Because it's not like last year where they're just playing NA; they're playing the best of the best, um, and this is basically to keep their crown and there's the pressure because they are considered the best team in the world despite united's performance they're still considered to be the best team and they're there there comes a certain pressure with that um and playoffs which is happening in two weekends is going to be huge for them um in in showing that they can continue what they've done but like it, it they couldn't have asked for anything better in half point obviously uh uplink they went four and two as alex said uh search was their weakest game mode but still they went four and three so they're still going positive um and generally speaking yeah <laughs> nothing really to to complain about at all you know their only negative is maybe you could, they could do better in search but when you're winning all your hard points like they only played seven searches they played more hard points and searches because obviously they were just so dominant 
and they obviously only had one uh, one series go to game five, and that's the series we talked about with Elevate. So, yeah, well deserved. Only team I think in the the entire group stages to go six and zero as well. There was a lot of teams that went five and one, as you can see on your screens, uh, like Envy, Splice, United, but OG, and we we I think we 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 kind of we we thought this would happen, did we not? We kind of said, like, if there's any, there's there going to be any team, it's going to be OG, did we not? Yeah. Yeah. Do you mean, uh, do you mean, like, to do the 6 Oh Yeah, um, for sure. A hundred percent, well, match rate, I guess you could say. Yeah. Series rate. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's amazing. 18 and 5 record, if we didn't already see that already. Yeah. And that's without a doubt the best out of any group. Yeah. It's it's it is ridiculous. But anyway, moving on to some of the other teams that were basically fighting for second place and no one really cared about too much. No offense. Um, e six. Uh, I think they came well where we expected as well. We kind of ex- expected um, it to be a case of basically the two European teams fighting it out for getting that uh, final spot to stay in the league. Um, they they looked really strong on uplink. I saw from the weekend, like incredibly strong, and it goes back to this team in general. Like they've got a lot of chemistry. They've been together for for years now, really, on and off, uh, with certain players like Emery's, Cade, General, etc. Um, but they showed their kind of chemistry, their teamwork, and their their ability in uplink this weekend. Um, other than that, they looked um, uh, well. They 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 played well in uplink. They played average in hardpoint, and they basically played like average as well in search. And you combine that with obviously the fact that um, the two European teams didn't play especially well. It just kind of it it, it suited them very well. Uh, I mean, they didn't really struggle at all. Throughout. I mean, I don't think they went. I'm just checking. I don't think they had a single game five, um, and they, they were quite comfortable across the board from what we saw. Um, uh... You know, just to go ahead and say this, uh, they have qualified for the playoff tournament. They are not at all even close to the strongest team in there. They're just like the weakest. The weakest. They're not going to... We we kind of talked about this, and this is why we expected OG to go 6-0, because this was the the weakest pool, if you will. Like, with OG, other than them, it was like they haven't really got much competition and and them getting to playoffs is great but you're right like you look at the teams at playoffs and it it, it there's no easy matchups like they're going to either play united envy or evil geniuses and they'll probably want to play evil geniuses yeah that, but that still but even then eg yeah like, like the, really good. exactly then the way eg played against phase like and the confidence that's going to bring to this yeah. team it's it's incredible um but they qualify for playoffs, um, and they they secured the spot that I think everyone expected them to get, um, which is really good to see. Uh, a lot of people are talking about like roster changes and stuff. We will come on to talk about that. Don't worry regarding like rated dent and all sorts. Like I know there's been a lot of things C nine as well. We're gonna we are gonna uh, come on to talk about that. We're trying to get through this kind of as quick as possible so we can get onto kind of the juicy gossip and the roster changes. Um, moving on to the two European teams. Um, I guess let's talk about Elevate first. Um, obviously, we last week talked about how they were rumoured not to be practising. Rated, not rated. Uh, Reedy actually had an interview with, uh, I think, Deserto, basically 
confirming the rumors um and he kind of he kind of explained it a bit more it's not a case of like they're being lazy or complacent it's more the fact that obviously with um first week splice going out second week fanatic going out and third week epsilon and millennium going out they've really struggled to practice because obviously these teams are coming back and they're not wanting to scrim they're wanting to have a break which really sucks for e united and um not e united red red reserve and um elevate who are obviously uh this two in the same group and they were talking about as well like not being able to scrim red reserve because they're in their group what do you kind of make of that it's kind of a problem that like no one really saw coming i kind of think i think i think it just makes sense to just see the schedule and and bring that up i feel like it did happen before some people thought of that uh and it's just one of the downfall of this group format uh I can't really say anything. It's it's not like, let's say, Epsilon should come on and, and practice against the Elevate EU even though they don't get into a match in like three or two months. So at a tournament, obviously, yeah, it, it doesn't really make any sense uh, to do that. And it's kind of the downfall of being in this group and a major flaw in this system. Uh the only thing I can think of is if they would just be willing to get funded by MLG to come out there and practice against Group Yellow and then practice online a little as much as they can, it, it kind of sucks for the last the last group, really. It, it kind of sucks for the for Group Yellow. They were the third group, but it didn't really affect them that much. Hmm. Like Millennium had practice at the Wazoo on land. And they performed the worst set of any other team. Yeah, so. I mean, they went. Remember, we talked about they went out early and then obviously had the internet issues, but still managed to get some scrim time in. True. Um, yeah. And I mean, but it, it, it sucks. Yeah. Re- realistically, like Elevate should have just done the same. Like Elevate are, yeah, from my knowledge, an NA based team. So they should yeah. have just flown the players out like a week early as well. Because clearly, like, if they weren't practicing there, like, yeah. But either way, Elevate still are in the Pro League despite Which what's happened so surprising. and even more <laughs> kind of to the story rated has obviously left the roster which we'll obviously come on to talk about so maybe there is some underlying issues that weren't really explained in that interview really about how there are conflicts in the team and they're going to make a change regardless because they, they've kept their spot and they're still making the change um and furthermore, like, I think there's a lot more to come in terms of changes in Europe and so on, which I, I really want to talk about with you guys and get your guys' opinion for sure. Um, now, Red Reserve obviously coming last. It was kind of just by chance, just because obviously they both had the same records. Um, Elevate Red Reserve played each other twice. They both won one of the series. They lost to all the other series um, to OG and obviously United. Um, United? Enigma Six. Why did I say I, I'm? I keep saying say I keep saying United. Yeah. I, I'm not sure why, but yeah, it You're basically some sort of connection. <laughs> you want Enigma Six to become as successful as United? Yes, that's... that's what I'm basically trying to say. But obviously, more to the point, it basically came down to map count. Red Reserve had had the worst of the two map counts. Um, I'm just trying to look at it. I'm just wondering if they had the same map count, if it would have actually made a single difference. Um, and it probably wouldn't have, because in both... In both... Well, actually, no. Both series, they both won their uh, respective series 3-2. So I presume it would have gone to, like... They would have had to play a further best of five to determine, determine the winner. I presume. Because they're, so they're an SMB match. It's just one. Also, oh, okay. Okay, but either way, it didn't have to happen. Um, Sleepy saying wake up. Yeah, I do need to wake up. I keep saying United. 
Shouldn't be saying that. Shouldn't be saying that. But either way, we now have finalized the groups. OG E6 e- e- qualifying. Um, Elevate kind of in that no man's spot as we talked about every single week. Um, and Red Reserve obviously going to go to relegation um, and hopefully um, re-qualify for the Pro League. Um, are you surprised kind of from a, I want a non-biased opinion that only one European team made playoffs. Let us know in the chat as well, please. I don't want right, to, I don't want to have any, I don't want to I'd, give any opinions. I'd be surprised. Cause... I gotta know. I feel like one of you guys in the chat are from EU. Cause I, I had a discussion with one of you guys and, and I'd be surprised cause it's really late over there and it's a Monday. So we go live watch. Uh, anyways, I'd say I wasn't really surprised. Um, if anything, I understand being surprised that Epsilon came in third. Uh, but And they beat Splice in a pretty good fashion at, uh, I believe, uh, Insomnia. I yeah. just don't think that that team in general has a lot of talent to even consider them to come out to, like, a second seed. And, like, in the, in the way this group was formatted, that it, it didn't seem logical it really does make sense for Splice, though. I believe Splice should have came in first. It was just those little mistakes, right? Yeah. Um, and the other teams, just being honest, they don't really have that much talent against yeah. teams like LG, uh, United, Optic, FaZe, Envy. They they don't have even, hell, like EG. And that's another thing. Like Fnatic and Epsilon, those are the two kind of, let's, you know, I, I think they have potential um but just not enough like group blue is way too hard for Fnatic. uh they had really close matches and they showed amazing talent and even just looking at the roster like they're not supposed to do that kind of stuff they're not supposed to mm. take those kind of naps but they did like they have that talent but it it, it just shouldn't be surprising to eu fans um yeah. Although it's, I'm getting quite a mixed response in the chat. Like a lot of people are saying, I can Epsilon. see, I can see where people are coming from. Yeah. yeah. But what's interesting but... though, I'm pretty sure like um, every EU team has basically finished like where they got seeded into the into the groups. So like Splice was seeded in second, they came second. Fnatic was seeded in fourth, they came fourth. Obviously, then groups yellow and green were the, we, both European teams were seeded. Other than Red Reserve, who was seeded second, I think they got a second seed. Um, finished obviously where they were seeded in so it kind of gives credibility and kind of i don't know that shows that the system i guess works in a way um and obviously three out of the six european teams have been relegated and three obviously staying in with obviously only one going to playoffs and i mean even more surprising go back to week one mind freak aren't at relegation Believe it or yeah. not, we just yeah. we straight counted them out. We thought, yeah, okay, fair enough. C9 aren't playing it's well. C9, maybe. But that level, really? Like, come on. And they just had a similar scenario to Red Reserve and Elevate, which is pretty incredible. So, um, yeah, C9 feels bad, man. It does. Like, X is kicking himself right now. It's it's quite entertaining. But um, with that all being said, obviously, the groups are wrapped up. We know who's going to be at playoffs and so on and so forth. Um, so I think we will uh, move on uh, to talk a little bit about roster changes. Uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start NA, EU, or APAC? Because we have something to talk about in every region. So I'll, I'll let you... For me, this, I... I feel like we need to talk about C9. We just brought it up. Yeah. Uh, I just 
you, uh, feels just, bad, man. That's what I'm going to say. Bad, man. That's, yeah. what, that's what we're going to say. Every time we talk about C- C9, it's just going to be feels bad, man. Just, All right. Those just... are the memes. Do not forget about Sunny D, people. <laughs> we said, forget about we said last D. week that Sunny B needs to be turned into a meme of Sunny, Sunny D, the uh, the drink. Someone, no one's done it yet. No, no one. I, I, w- I offered I would do it. You know what? I didn't do it. It's my fault. Anyway, um, so C9 have made a roster change. Obviously, they needed to for a good while after that first event um, in IW. Uh, they did well at that tournament, but it was just didn't make any sense. Anyway, we all know the deal. Uh, Ricky and Lacefield, the people who need to be dropped, honestly, arguable maybe eggs, but he has leadership. But these are the people that I would doubt, without a doubt agree need to be dropped, and they were. And who they picked up were Exotic and Priesta. So it's, it's two good pickups. Um, I've, I believe on this show I've made some great calls to these two, and uh, I'm really happy to see them come aboard. Uh, honestly, in this game at least, they don't really have as much experience as Ricky and, and Lacefield. Uh, that goes without saying, right? But they do have the talent in specifically Infinite Warfare, and I do think they can help Assault out in the slang and more so S&D, all, the, all around that kind of stuff. Cloud9 have a better chance at qualifying for the CWL again. Um, what, what's your thought on the thoughts on the Rockets roster change? Jesus Christ, I can't talk. <laughs> yeah you're, you're turning into me now i mean I, I thought i had the talking problems but now you do um honestly it's clear they need to make a change like they they've been struggling all year pretty much other than obviously uh go back to vegas which i mean who cares about vegas anymore let's be honest um yeah uh, uh, i mean it, it was obviously a hard decision because you can see from the responses from you know the the exchanges between Ricky and Aches that it was a, it was a tough decision to let Ricky go considering that Aches and Ricky had had done so much together you know they'd been the team that destroyed OG back at champs and and, and done so much else uh, and kind of been the underdogs um, and like kind of the, the the in essence like rejects of the pro scene um, and kind of like the rebellion if you will um so the, i know that must have been a tough decision dropping lacefield um it's fair to say he's been probably one of their most inconsistent players um so and 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 change needs to happen plain and simple uh, and you've talked about i think lacefield and assault are still quite you know they, they're, they're talented um but I don't think I think they did the right thing by changing two or getting rid of two players, um, uh, because I think one change wouldn't make a significant impact to this team. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think they did the right thing. I know it's a tough decision on who would go, um, and obviously they brought in Exotic and Priester, uh, which I think is going to be uh, quite interesting. Um, obviously, Aches has done it many times um, and brought kind of young players and maybe less experienced players under his wing, um, and I, I think regardless. Um, of who they bring in, um, they should hopefully requalify. Looking at because realistically they shouldn't have been relegated in the first place, um, and I, I think they should realistically requalify. And we'll go from there. Like I, I think it, 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 it's change they needed. It's change they've got. They've just got to try and make it work now, and only time will tell. That's that's all I've got really. Who knows, man. Let's see if a prophecy every year has been fulfilled and Aix can put together a roster that looks like it can't take down Optic Gaming. 
but it does. Let's see what happens. I doubt it will happen, but we'll see. X always comes back. Yeah, I I, I quite like this question from uh, Limerick, who says, Tommy, will Aix ruin Optic's chance at Challenge? Ah, see, I didn't even look at the chat, and I knew he said that. Find find out next time on Call of Duty Z. (laughs) I doubt it will happen this year. Honestly, they're really talented, but it's just like uh, exotic and priest. Obviously, we haven't said this. I keep on saying that word. But the Ghoster crew, that's where they come from. And that team is actually really really good they've done some things online specifically and some things on land yeah, we, talk, uh, they, we talked about like ghost crew is so close to qualifying and like i just yeah again i yeah. I, do, I wish they did qualify because it's like these these orgs that kind of get their players snatched from them and never really get that opportunity to actually make it to the big leagues um that yeah. sucks like even eg got obviously the last spot but like let's be honest eg they didn't get in. It, 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 it's like, who cares? Like, they've got, like, one of the best Dota teams. They've got, like, this team, yeah. that team. Like, it, it's pocket change to them, really. Um, yeah. But either way, yeah. I just, I would have loved to see the Ghost Crew got in. I, like, I think I think that, that it's great what they're doing. So, but, yeah, go, going back to roster changes, C9, they, they've made changes. They needed to make changes. Um, I'm happy with what they've done. I'm interested now to see where Ray, Ricky and Lacewood go. Um, because obviously C9 are the only team in the league so far, um, uh, or from stage one, should we say, that have made changes. So it's a case of like, is it going to spark a domino effect or, you know, what's going to happen? Are Ricky and Lacey going to join open qualified teams? We'll wait and see. Uh, but moving on to Europe, because we kind of mentioned it when we talked about Elevate, um, despite them retaining their spot in the league, they've they've released or slash rated has left um the uh, organization um now what's interesting is i think he's clearly left because obviously if 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 they decided to drop him normally they would have a person ready to announce uh, as as who they're bringing in um but they haven't so first question is where do you think rated goes Hmm, I don't I, know. I mean, I I know you. I know your your kind of comical answer. If you want to tell everyone, I think he should become an H one Z one pro. That game totally has great entertainment provided to viewers. It's been on TV, had such good feedback. You should really think about getting into that scene. It, it it's going somewhere. Yeah, I, I enjoy watching like some H one Z. I never really played it myself. But, please, yeah, no, like we you know, please no. <laughs> it is such a shit game. I just get sucked. I into can't it. figure out how a way that they can make that entertaining. Um, it's, yeah. it's pretty fun to see somebody in the like the third person. You like you know play yeah, it whatever. Yeah, but more but to the point, like it's boring. Yeah, we we talked last week about rated and how like recently he's been playing a fair bit of H one Z one prior to obviously the his his group which was a bit concerning but um obviously with their practice issues that's kind of understandable um realistically though um he's 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 the talent in europe um and it's going to be interesting to see where he goes i don't think he's got anything on the cards at the moment but i think we're gonna see a a bit of a domino effect because i would expect and i hope it does happen millennium to make changes now it's either one way or another. It's either they make changes themselves, or I think someone like Moose on that lineup is going to get poached. And I would not be surprised if he would fill in for Rated in Elevate. I would not be surprised at that. Um, yeah. So Sleepy says I don't know where he should go. In my opinion, um, 
There's no, I, there, there I, isn't really anywhere for him to go. I think what he should do is maybe if he has the the resources necessary, like stay, you know, maybe play H one Z one for a little, like try to see if you get could get some, some some tournaments. He obviously has the reaction time necessary and like all that kind of stuff, but uh, he he should probably wait it out till uh, w, uh, World War Two. Um, that's the only thing I can think I of. I don't even think he's got to wait that long. I think, like... Well, um, he definitely wants to go to champs. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It's like... I think he should wait it out, see some changes. They'll come in. That's kind of a bad... There's big, uh, money, yeah. there's big money on the line. Like, we have to remember, obviously, just for being... Participating in the league, uh, each team's getting, like, 12.5k. Just for, like, yeah. being in the league, um, which is obviously massive. And then, obviously, not forgetting stage two and one playoffs, which has 500k. First takes home, like, 212k. Which is an absurd amount of money, um, but yeah, at the moment, at the moment, it's it, it's tough because like no other teams, just like C nine, but obviously C nine picked up t- players who are outside of the league. Um, but it's diff- It's more difficult in Europe because the the pool of players outside of the the, the players in uh, the league is much smaller, um, which makes me lead to thinking that somewhere on the, along the lines, I think like between like. Elevate Red Reserve and Millennium will make changes. Splice are not going to make changes. I think Fnatic are are quite happy. Like they're they're quite content with where they're at, despite obviously getting relegated. I I, I don't know. Like it, with, with you're not going to drop Tommy. You then got the two bro- twins, which is not going to happen, and then Sunny B, which who's the only kind of maybe like potential. Um, so realistically, I think you look towards Elevate Millennium and Red Reserve. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I we, we talked about go, prior to going live. Like, I would I would love to see a combination of EU and NA or whatever players uh, in one way or another. It's doable now. Um, it, well, it is. It is and it isn't. Obviously, if you can get a P one visa, it's doable. Because obviously, I think it's, it's too much work for yeah, not I mean, that much of a guarantee. We've, we've seen it in the past with like TCM and Madcat um, going out to the states. Um, I think it's it's definitely more viable now than it what used to be. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, we'll wait and see. Obviously, all we know for now is rated as left. Um. It seem it seems more like he left than they decided to drop him. But either way, they always kind of say we have released rated, which is kind of always a bit vague in my mind. Um. And we'll wait and see. But I, I if I was you, I'd keep your eyes on red reserve players and millennium. That's who I'd keep your eyes on. Now, moving on um, to something quite interesting, um, coming from APAC, uh, which actually involves uh, shocks from Mind Freak, which some people have tried to kind of like understand what he's saying from this tweet, Um, but I'll put it on your screens, guys. So he basically says, had to make it the toughest COD decision last week, but I'm glad I got uh, to get another win for Naked, which is the owner of Mind Freak and Mind Freak Riggs, who I presume is like management, uh, loyalty in my DNA, Um, which suggests that he got offered something, um, or it's one of two things. He either got offered something or that he um, had to potentially consider stopping playing like similar to what Denz has done um obviously we we don't know the actual one but obviously Marky B's uh uh response is quite interesting he says I bet that decision gave you all kinds of headaches um and then this random person said stop with the baits new c9 is already announced 
So obviously that's referring to thinking that Shock was potentially going to go on C9. Um, and then Marky B's just got like a thinking face. So. I, I, exactly. I, I don't really know what to make of it. I feel like um, <laughs> it's probably nothing, but we're trying to make something out of it. Um, but it would have been pretty cool to like, to think that like Shocks would be, because he, he played really, really well for, yeah, my, for my yeah, free. Yeah, he played amazing. I, I believe on the first day, yeah. he... He played the best set of anybody. But, but surely, like, I, 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 I'm I, leading towards him, it being a decision regarding him um, stopping playing because surely he can't be poached because he's... he's, he's well, they came third yeah. and Elevate came third and they, they've they've released rated, so maybe they can actually still make changes and stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's nothing. Whatever it was, it's... 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 Nothing's happened yet, so... Um, we'll wait and see. A lot of people talking about Dens in the chat. Yeah, so Dens um, is inactive at the moment. Was on obviously Tate at Mines. Now currently not playing. Um, and obviously there was Cedar or Sydney at the weekend just gone. We haven't really mentioned it, but there wasn't really much to mention. Mind Freak ended up taking it. And I, I think as a result of Dens not playing for Tate at Mines, they, that's why they got such a poor placement at top eight, which normally Tate and Mines should be up there in the grand finals, especially that uh, Chiefs have pulled out. So. Yeah, but we, we wanted to bring this up just so you're aware in case something does end up happening. You can kind of be like, oh, the 50 bomb told us that. Alex and Tommy on the ball as always. So, um, but other than that, there's not really been much that's happened in terms of roster changes. We'll obviously um, let you know next week if anything does develop uh, in terms of that. Um, <laughs> Jimmy's just said, Tommy, Alex, Sleepy and Rated equal the 50 bomb team. We should recruit Rated. So true. We should so recruit true. him. He's too mean, though. I uh, I can't deal with people like that, man. But he's 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 honest. He's like, he's... I'd rather have somebody mean. Uh, I'm not even gonna say that. Never mind. Move We've on. already got you, Alex. We don't we don't need someone else like you. Yeah, we could just do three v four because I'm so good. <laughs> I totally don't go like zero and ten in a public match. <laughs> How it is? Oh, can you imagine it? Um, but we're gonna move on to talk about game battles because obviously uh, last week it was announced that game battles has now been integrated into um, Infinite Warfare. Uh, let us know what you think of this because I know there's been a bunch of different problems that I've seen on Twitter and on the Reddit. Um, I firstly want to point out the fact that like this was meant to, this was announced like at the start of um, start of the game. And it's taken this long to get it in. But at the same time, it's still obviously good that they have integrated this. So, yeah, and it, it, it can only be a good thing in terms of like encouraging people to like f discover competitive esports um, and the competitive side of Call of Duty. Um, what, what did you make of it when it was when it was all announced? I was just like, wow. I forgot all about this. <laughs> just, I couldn't, uh, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, I I didn't even see this on the Reddit, which is usually where I see news. I saw this on YouTube. It was somebody like who posted it and had the picture. And uh, I, I was surprised and it, it's a good thing, you know, um, it really makes it easily accessible. But even then, to just say this, uh, uh, getting like a little bit of the business side, um, Activision has bought MLG, which is why Activision wants to use game battles as their kind of... They're effectively using their own service. Yeah, yeah, they're using their own service. They're not losing any money. Like, all they have to do is create... 
they they do get people like to help create that, but they didn't have to create their own site or anything. And it's kind of maybe it's easier than like some league play thing. And honestly, though, uh, someone seeing this, yeah, they they could just click on it and be like, okay, um, or I have to get on my phone. I have to get on my laptop. I don't really want to do that. My yeah. argument is is it doesn't really bring in any casual players. I I don't know. It's it, it's a lot of hassle for someone that is. It, it, it's Christian. stupid that it, it's stupid that it is a hassle. It shouldn't be. I don't think it should be. It's just a couple seconds, like a couple minutes actually. I'm not gonna say it's a couple. Yeah. You can understand but, why like they want you to sign up to the app and game battles because that's like, that's that's yeah, that's it, the whole point of it. But in a way, like it should just be to a point where like it's just all integrated and it's all just yep. like within you can all manage it within the game itself um, or sorry or we can have both you can have a league play yeah. and you can have this game battles thing for people that are a little more hardcore that actually want to get into a legit team yeah. versus team rather than a league match where it's really not team versus team it's like kind of random mm. competitive uh, that would be quite interesting yeah speaking of some of the issues though um so i've seen videos of people respawning in search for a start um i've seen video well i've seen evidence of um basically where if you get kicked during a game for whatever reason you disconnect you can't rejoin so there are a lot of like issues and stuff it is worth pointing out that game battles integration is in beta um so they're, they're trialing things and obviously the whole point of a beta is to obviously allow the community to suss out what's wrong with it so that that obviously can be fixed um yeah i mean yeah if anyone wants to try it it's 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 fairly simple for like anyone that has a brain um in terms of like you need to just download the game battles app create an account connect it with your psn and then uh when you find games um like you when you get a game in the app you go into the game battles uh, beta on the your Call of Duty Infinite Warfare on Xbox or PlayStation. Um, I believe it's probably only PlayStation at the moment because if it's if it's if it's in beta, and then your match will be there, and then obviously you can join. Um, and obviously you have like a fifteen minute period, like you do on game battles, or you're meant to have uh, to join. Um, so yeah, at least they finally done it, which is something. Um, We'll wait and see, kind of um, ha like how it goes with fixing stuff. Um, but yeah, going forward, it, it's great. But like you say, it'd be quite cool to have both that and league play of some such, of some sort. But what's cool as well, I believe all matches are played on dedicated servers. Yep. So there's no time. there's no worry about because I think the, whoever joins first is host, but that doesn't matter because they're played on obviously dedicated ser servers. So therefore that person's not actually hosting when they're playing the game it's been hosted by whatever servers they're using so it's cool to think that as well because i know dedicated servers has been a big thing in call of duty for so long uh which is pretty good so yeah we'll wait, yeah. We'll wait and see what happens but uh moving on um we got i want to kind of quickly address kind of relegation and playoffs uh before we kind of close out uh tonight's show um, obviously relegation we've kind of we talked about a bit they Merck actually I think released more details of it um, of the qualifiers um, and stuff uh, I, I from so from what I've, I've seen there's gonna be two two NA teams one EU team and one APAC team attending the uh, relegation tournament do you think that's fair um I think it, I think it's fair 
I don't know. Um, I don't want to say no APAC team should be there because definitely one APAC team should be there, and that that is Tian Mines in my opinion, and without a doubt that's everyone's. But uh, the one EU team, uh, I think it's kind of fitting. Didn't we say that this the top sixteen that was in the league are like the best all around top sixteen? They made the most sense. Didn't we say that when we we first started? Near enough, yeah. So I don't know. I I can think of some EU teams, but I, I just can't think of two that really deserve to be in relegation. Yeah, in my opinion. There, there's there's, there's, there's like a couple that have like quicker and and various pros that played in the pro league last year. Yeah. Um, but I think I think one team is fitting, and obviously what's going to happen is that there's going to be an open qualifier that takes place. I think like June third. Um, where 16 teams seeded by pro points will will ballot out for two spots in NA, one spot in Europe, one spot in APAC, which I think is quite fair. So um, obviously all the grinding of pro points gets you into the open qualifier. Then obviously uh, it's a shame it's online, but it's kind of hard to facilitate it on land with obviously having to have a qualifier in every region. Um, and then obviously they'll ballot out. Um, and obviously NA... I guess it's, it's good because you have you have two spots, um, so effectively whoever gets to the final um, is is through, which is going to make it quite exciting rather than it just being one spot. Um, and yeah, we'll wait and see. And obviously those four teams will go to Anaheim, play on I think the Thursday um, with the four teams that have been obviously relegated, um, and they'll play in a double elim bracket. And we're still yet to find out kind of what seeding is going to happen and stuff. Now, um, question I have for you guys and Alex is that the fact that they are pretty much doing the whole eight team double in bracket on one day. W- what do you make of this? I I don't like that it's on that day and this is the day before Anaheim, CWO Anaheim, uh, it starts. So it's on a Thursday. I don't like that it's on that day, but if this is the only date they had, I get it. I really do think it should be like a three day event. Yeah. But, uh, it's a relegation tournament. Um, it, it kind of sucks that they have to go ahead and play really back to back, back to back. And it's not the best competitive format. But uh, I think this is the best they can do in a one-day thing. It's possible to be done. It's not like it's going to go till like, 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's be difficult because, obviously, Anaheim, team's going to want to play in, like, the, the, the tournament as a whole. So it's difficult to really be able to do it any other way. Like, team, like, yeah. Yeah, it should be on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, you would... I mean, it would have been nice for it to be, like, a separate event, not at Anaheim. It would have been nice to, like, them just to fly them out to uh, Columbus, to the MLG Arena, like what they're doing with, obviously, Stage uh, 1 playoffs. Um, they might not even stream it. I hope I hope they stream it. The only issue, obviously, is that they're gonna. there's going to be matches that don't get streamed, sadly. Uh, which is a bit of a shame, but effectively there's like I think like six or seven rounds of matches they they're, they're gonna have to get through all in one day. So it's gonna be an early start and an early finish, and for and then a lot of the teams they're gonna then start the open bracket of the Anaheim event. So after playing like potentially six series, then they're gonna have to reset 
and start again. So the fatigue that's going to kick in and the, the, the endurance and the mental just power that these teams are going to have to have is going to be insane. So I think it's pretty crazy. It's going gonna, gonna, gonna to be interesting one way or another. Um, I, the last thing I want to kind of leave on in terms of uh, relegation is uh, something that Ake said, which is quite interesting. And he even stuck up for uh, Europe here, uh, talking about how he doesn't reckon any open qualified team is going to rival um, even the uh, European teams, because obviously there's, there's three of them. So he said, I'm, I'm from NA and I don't think any team participating in the Open Qualifier is better than uh, than you, Fnatic or Red. So, for once sticking up for Europe, Aix. Aix is a changed man. He's got rid yeah. of Ricky now. He's like, I have, don't need him. So. Yeah, um, I, I definitely do agree. And he, he's talking about the online qualifiers. Uh and it, it's true. The only team, sorry, I was phone ringing. The only team I can think of is uh, Parasite and Mox's team. And uh, I really don't, and losing, uh, I, I don't know. Well, not losing anything, but like, I just can't think that they're more talented than Fnatic. I, I think, or Red. Honestly, Millennium, I really do think, just talking about them for a little bit, I think they need a roster change. Yeah, there's nothing about that. I don't, I don't know who, but I, I, I definitely do think that an online qualifier, at least one, is better than Millennium. I hope. Mm. I'm not saying they're like like shit. They're so bad, but uh, they got pretty pooped off. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, we'll wait and see. As I say, like I, I would expect some roster changes in Europe, especially. But obviously, there's there's three European teams and there's Cloud Nine. Um, yeah. There's going to be an APAC team, a European team, and two NA teams. And realistically, the, as you say, like the only teams that are going to contend against these teams, I think, are APAC, te- uh, are NA teams even. Yeah. Um, and and really, really quickly, what we talked about, um, the the six, the top sixteen teams in the global pro league that were in this uh, the first season, any any placing whatsoever, they were without a doubt like the top sixteen, in my opinion. Maybe not. Maybe there's a little things, but we see that with the opinion that like Aix has, and I even have on them against the online qualifiers. Like, EG qualifying over TGC had a little bit of a, a thing. Like we were like, I don't know about this, but they proved to us that they were the better team with how they performed. Yeah. So uh, uh, I really do think that yeah, just overall the Global Pro League had its ups and downs. But it was really, really good for the pro players um, competitively. Like, EG got to warm up um, in their first couple matches. It wasn't as though they played two matches and then they were out. Yeah. They uh, they got to warm up, and it really shows they had some competitive integrity. Yeah, rather than just being, like, one series or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's good. It's good. It can be improved. But it, it's a good effort, this format, uh, from MLG. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a shame it's over one day, but either way, um, that's what's happening. Like, you'll have to kind of just tough, get on with it. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you qualify for the stage two, then realistically, what does Anaheim really matter? Like, 
the main goal is qualifying for stage two because you qualify for stage two that guarantees you to be at champs which is is where it matters for a lot of people um now all that leads us to talk about is playoffs obviously we know the eight teams that are going to be at playoffs um obviously all na teams besides uh splice who are the only european representative uh which is going to be quite good to kind of support for support them and and they're going to represent europe and basically the rest of the world effectively um it's taking place May twenty eighth through twenty uh, May twenty sixth through twenty eighth even, which is in two weekends. Um, there's five hundred k on the line. First takes home, as I said, like two hundred and twelve or something k, a ridiculous amount. Um, so obviously next week we'll be discussing the teams. Hopefully by then we'll have the official uh, bracket because at the moment we don't know who's playing who. There's no there's been no uh, release to tell us at all. So fingers crossed in the week and before next Monday we find out so next Monday we can obviously go through that um, and anything else that really happens in terms of like roster changes and stuff there's bound to be all sorts now that the uh, groups are finished uh, that's for sure because obviously anyone basically within a third place or fourth or fourth place spot can make changes so we'll wait and see um, any final thoughts Alex for today's show I don't think we missed anything just thinking about it nah um, no I uh, just want to say thank you guys for watching. Uh, really appreciate it. We we did have a lot more viewers than usual, at least from what I saw going on and off the chat. I just want to appreciate. Uh, well, I just want to show you guys my appreciation to all of you um, sticking around, enjoying uh, our discussion, and uh, also getting into it with using the chat. So, for those of you listening on iTunes or on YouTube or wherever, fish.tv slash the fifty bomb. Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> you have to, really, you have to think about that one. How to look at the clock <laughs> on yeah. the computer. J- Jimmy's still hashtagging us to dab. Maybe one day, Jimmy. Not, you not, should. Not, maybe next week. Not not this week. <laughs> that, no, I'm, 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 not st- I'm not stooping that low. Maybe, I'm not, I'm not... maybe in two weeks, because in two weeks I'll be off work. So, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sleepy, we'll go back to Know the Pro. Just just for you, because obviously we know you know it. Uh, this week, this is the Know the Pro. Obviously, let us know who you think it is in the Twitch chat or in uh, the YouTube comments if you're watching uh, the VOD of this. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Sleepy, <laughs> let's be honest. The only reason Sleepy wants to see the picture again so he can laugh and just be like, fool, what was what he thinking? So, mm. if you don't know who it is, I have no words. I'm not going to say anything. That's sad I'm, if you don't I'm, know I'm just going to go ahead and end the show because that's that's what I'm, I'm going to do. If Splice win, I will do... I'm not going to say a crazy number. I will do 10 dabs in a row. And on, on stream. Yeah, because this time in two weeks, the playoffs would have finished. Come on, Splice. Come on. Do it, do it for us. <laughs> I, really, I, I really... Really, Tommy... I really hope it happens just just to see that it'll be quite busy but no thank you so much guys for tuning in for episode 60 of the 50 bomb um obviously all our links and everything if you're watching on youtube are normally in the description and timestamps. i never i, I should normally say that at the start because i know that helps you guys um in terms of like filtering through what you do and don't want to watch because i know an hour for some people is quite a lot of uh content to watch so but as always thank you for everyone that tuned in um especially the guys that have been with us throughout the stream uh, i really do appreciate it i've had no internet issues which is like a first so let's all take a moment to applaud that um and obviously we'll see you next week same place same time have a lovely evening or daytime whatever it is for you guys and we'll see you next week good night